It's time now for St. Mary Healthline. Your health is your most precious asset, and every Wednesday at 9 a.m., you can tune in for advice on how to better manage your health. Hear about important medical issues from the doctors and professionals across all service lines from St. Mary Medical Center. So without any further ado, it's time now for the St. Mary Healthline. All right, in the arena and... Hanging out with the folks at St. Mary's, and today we're talking to Christy Murphy, Certified Hands Therapist at St. Mary Medical Center. Good to have you along, Christy. Welcome back. We did it a couple of years ago. Ready to do it again, huh? Absolutely. Good morning. That's right. You're always looking for a handout. That's what you... Isn't that your, kind of your, mon, your, your mantra there? Always looking yeah. for a... Or a Beatles song. I want to hold A Beatles hand. song. Either one. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, a hand therapist. And how did, you, how did your journey end up, uh, end up at St. Mary's? You are a, a local girl. And local I lady. am. That's yeah. right. Yeah. I went to school... Um, actually, I went to school for hand therapy, occupational therapy in Georgia. Yeah. And then um, moved back to the area because I had... Uh, two kids and a husband and needed some help with my family and wanted to get the family together again. So I moved back to the area and uh, ended up at St. Mary's. I love it there. Everything's a, a specialty today in hand therapy. And he said, boy, who, who would be involved with that? And all of a sudden I'm reading about the former quarterback, John Elway. Yeah. Has a, has a probably either it's thickness or, or, or possibly arthritis or some kind of motion issue that happened. I said, boy, you couldn't, uh, I couldn't have timed the topic any better. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah. yeah, we all need our hands, right? Yeah, that's right. And uh, we talk with our hands as well. So, so we Especially if you're Italian. That's right. <laughs> what does a hand therapist do, and how did you become one of those kind of practitioners uh, working with the hands? Sure. Um, well, I kind of fell into it. When I was in school, I did a rotation in hand therapy and just found that it was a perfect fit for me. Um, I like numbers, and I like to see that people are getting better. And with hand therapy, there's lots of measurements, mostly dealing with orthopedic issues, and um, that worked well for me. Um, but in hand therapy, yeah, you're treating people with all kinds of issues, and uh, you get to see all different types of people, too, which is another thing that I love. In the past, I worked with all different kinds of individuals, with children, um, yeah. and then adults with special needs, and then general population. So it's nice. I get all of that. Yeah, as a, old time, uh, as a long-time baseball player, you would get jammed hands and dislocations. And, sure, and, yeah. Uh, you know, with hitting, you know, with the wrists and hands, and and that's it. And, it t- kind of catches up to you after a while. Repetitive, same repetitive motion, repetitive use leads to some issues later on in life. Sure, uh, yeah. yeah. You got your nerve compressions and tendinopathies where you have um, repetition, um, poor posture, which isn't necessarily your back posture, but yeah. maybe your wrist posture in the case of like a tennis elbow and um, not resting in between, not giving yourself enough time to, and then too much force, you know, can aggravate yeah. it. So all those things can add to those repetitive uh type injuries that you're yeah. referring to. And, and one of the good things, too, is if you can get uh, some increased mobility and flexibility, and maybe you stay away from some of the pain meds, too. Uh, probably a, a, a good byproduct, right, Christy? I think you raise a really good point there. Yeah. I think um, a lot of times medicine in the past would frequently give people you know pain meds and then you that's how you're treating your back injury yeah. which is not what i see but it, it's a common um, thing and you know people can go to therapy and get get relief within weeks sometimes yeah. depending on what the problem is for their back if it's like a disc issue and stuff like that so yeah. i agree therapy could be a better alternative regularly um but you just have to stick with it and it's you work do. you do and, you and have having, to do the work having done a few therapies in my time replacement hip and cardiac it's a it's a Different kind of ball game. You have to sort of be in, in a mindset to do it and to, and to stay with it. Now, occupational therapy, I always remember my mom doing that and had to just do normal chores around the home, like make a cup of coffee or whatever. And that was, 
your daily routine, that would be to me occupational therapy for what you do. Is there is it is it one and the same, or or is there some crossover? How is there a difference between that? Um, yeah. What so you're doing? so occupational therapy, you're focusing more as opposed to physical therapy. You're focusing more on getting people back to their daily activities, and it focuses more on the fine motor skills than the gross motor. So your physical therapists are going to focus um, also on function, but they're looking more at your you know gait and balance. Um, and occupational therapy, we're we're focusing more on your daily activities, brushing your teeth, your grooming, your hygiene, your dressing, bathing, um, activities of daily living, and then also your, um, you know, cooking, cleaning, shopping, those activities as well. So it's, um, they overlap for sure, but um, they differ. What if you uh, see people uh, probably in construction, uh, auto mechanic work, constantly you know, using the hands, uh, and there's no break whatsoever, a repetitive uh, carpal tunnel, uh, jammed hands, uh, dislocations, uh, swelling in the joints. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I probably, think is that a bu- mostly the bulk of... of no, 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 no. You get a full gamut. Um, yeah. But repetition itself actually has been shown more recently in research um, last maybe 10 years uh, to not be the main cause of injury. Mm-hmm. It's actually more of repetition combined with too much force or repetition combined with poor posture. So repetition alone is not enough. Too long, right? Right, but yeah. but you'll hear people say, or, or I used to hear people say, not as much now. But you know, I work on a computer all day. Of course, I have carpal tunnel. That's not not really the case. Um, just because you work on a computer all day, there's lots of people that do it that never develop carpal tunnel. So the position of your wrist, the position of how you're seated at your desk, all affects. Um, your uh, your status as well so it's not just uh, the repetition alone although if there are people that work on a like if they work on an assembly line and they're doing the same five motions all day long yeah. yes that is truly rep- repetitive and that could be a cause of an injury we'll, rep- we'll uh, reference the old Lucille Ball Vivian Vance episode with the chocolate factory right down the assembly line there. yeah there you go <laughs> <laughs> is it is it uh, is there could there be a congenital issue too with uh, some uh, somebody's had it my mother had some issues my dad had some issues yeah that's a great question so just like a a bad back could be congenital or heart condition how about something involved with uh you know hands and yeah absolutely so so um, yeah, you're, it could, you could have something where you're born with a certain issue. Um, going back to the carpal tunnel, you could have somebody where they have, you know, a smaller wrist. So maybe they're more susceptible to having a compression on the nerve there at the wrist because, because they're a smaller build. So yeah, as far as that goes, it's not necessarily you're born with like a disease, but you're born with a certain build and that might be more likely to cause a compression on a nerve or on a tendon. So, um, it does all relate. Right, sure. And just before we go to break, the the, the benefits uh, to is there a certain uh, goals that you have in mind when you when you meet uh, your patients, uh, what they would like to do, uh, and, and it's probably uh, maybe off the beaten path a little bit. But uh, do you have a kind of a program where you set, set a goal to maybe there's a little more motion, maybe there's a little more flexibility. Do you, do you go over that, Christy? Huh? Sure, of yeah. course. So when a patient comes in the first time, um, you know, I'm doing lots of measurements, looking at lots of things, and I discover where I see the problems. But of course, I want to find out where the patient is having difficulties. And I do something called the patient-specific um, functional status um, measurement, which really you're just asking the patient specifically, what activities are you having difficulty with and unable to do at this time? And the patient picks out the things that they're having most difficulty with. And I develop those, a lot of my goals 
least my functional goals around those specific things, which is great because you might have somebody that's a swimmer and that's their main goal and they're really wanting to get back to that and they don't care as much about, I don't know, maybe they don't cook and clean. Maybe somebody else is doing that for them. So who am I to pick a goal for them if their main goal is to get back to swimming and they don't care about cooking and cleaning? <laughs> well, uh, if you have somebody do that, maybe less repetition, less, less effort maybe goes a little longer. Uh, that is aggra- aggravation wise. I mean. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's, you know, there's behavior management, and there's a lot of education involved in my job. A lot of education. I'll repeat that um, because you know people don't realize that they might be hurting themselves in certain ways in their everyday activities. So they might have to change. It doesn't doesn't necessarily mean they have to stop what it is that they're doing, but they might have to change how they're doing it to make it um, a healthier option for them. Right, it, it change maybe change the routine uh, as a while. Change things up probably in the long run would be, would be better. You wouldn't be aggravating. You would do no harm. You wouldn't be aggravating the situation. Either, right, right, right. Yeah. So some examples of that would be you know to take a break and if you're doing some activity that you I don't know maybe an avid golfer that's golfing seven days a week I might say you know you're you're affecting your wrist or whatever it is you're getting golfer's elbow um, yeah. and and, uh, you know, it, you need to rest more and maybe need to do it less often and uh, or change your swing. Get a lesson from a pro and it might be that your actual technique is off and that's well, what's throwing it off. You find some, some have uh, uh, do a lot of uh, work in the gym weightlifting and so they have guards on their hand or gloves or whatever, maybe protect the protect the equipment a little bit better too yeah well that goes back to what i was talking about earlier your posture you know somebody uses a poor technique and they don't realize it's a poor technique but maybe they're throwing their wrist more into an exercise if they're at the gym that's designed for their triceps and if you keep flipping your wrist into an exercise that's designed for your triceps you're using a heavier weight and then you're aggravated and the next thing you know you have the infamous tennis elbow or lateral epicondylitis so um so yeah that's a uh that's a perfect that's Example. right. You train, but you don't strain. That's what we used to say. <laughs> All right. We're coming right back with Christy Murphy, certified hand therapist, St. Mary Medical Center on our WBCB Healthline. Dear neighbors, our hearts live to fix yours. The St. Mary Cardiovascular Team stands ready to save your life in ways that are safer, faster, less invasive, and sometimes extraordinary. You see, that's our mission to treat you with brilliant technology and simple human kindness. Call 8447-ST-MARY or visit stmaryhealthcare.org slash heart. Rob's Automotive and Collision Center in Lower Bucks County is a full-service repair center with competitive prices, top-of-the-line products, and the finest auto body and mechanical repair technicians anywhere. Rob makes repairing your car easy. Rental cars are available, and a free courtesy shuttle is provided. 2700 Veterans Highway in Bristol, 215-826-9200 in New Jersey, at 1108 Route 12 in Frenchtown. We now return to St. Mary Healthline. In the arena, great uh, topic today. Christy Murphy, certified hand therapist at St. Mary's. You know, uh, uh, Christy, one of the things we always seem to highlight is the team the team approach that you have at St. Mary's and all the different kind of you know, the gears kind of meshing the practitioners the ones who are gaining the information the the, the ones that uh, the assistants the nurse the nurses all the other stuff getting everything together getting your information to get you in motion also you're probably communicating with doctors and things like that too so I always I'm always amazed that the uh, teamwork seems to be really doing well 
Yeah, regularly. We are all in communication with each other. Um, sometimes I might get a referral from a patient who's having symptoms of tingling and numbness in their fingers, and um, maybe they have some neck issues going on. So maybe they have a compression going on at the neck as well, at which time I would call the doctor and confer with them, and then they might be suitable also for getting mm-hmm. some physical therapy where the therapist is treating their neck while I'm treating their hand or their wrist. Yeah, I've, done chiro- I've been in a chiropractor's office, and he was always seemed to be and said, well, you know, we... We've been from here too, and there's all. It's always a, a relaxation technique, and once you do that, you kind of release your body. It it can start with the hands, can it, Chris? The uh, other in other parts of the body. Oh yeah, yeah. you can have yeah. a problem from another part of the body that yeah. can be affecting the hands. I've had yeah. patients that I referred back to doctors in the past where they had other issues going on where it might not have been related to what we originally thought was going on. Um, but yeah, you know everything's connected, so you have to do. You definitely have to look at the and use a holistic approach. Do you have equipment or kind of tools that you have? I mean, the old days of uh, squeezing the rubber ball used to be for for grip, uh, those kind of things. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That's, that's I know that's old school stuff. But no, I, no, no. It's uh, it's pretty uh, simple. There's nothing too. Uh, know it's you're not really reinventing the wheel yeah. if you have to strengthen somebody you might be giving them you know some putty or a mm-hmm. ball to squeeze but um you know i do have equipment for measurements I, I use equipment that i'll measure somebody's grip strength and pin strength um frequently i have patients come in when i do the evaluation and they're always amazed with all the different tools that i have because i'm testing their their sensation so i have tools to look at the you know the sensation of your fingertips um mm-hmm. and then the grip and the pinch like i said and um, goniometers used to measure people's range of motion, and um, so yeah, I got tools as far as that goes for the evaluation, and then and then tricks yeah. up my sleeve for trying to help people get their mobility and their strength back. Sure. Yeah, and I'm sure there are other factors too. There could be some uh, nerve issues, right, or uh, nerve damage. Uh, maybe maybe to just sake of being being older, maybe uh, one of the so different ages of patients. There could be what some nerve issues or tingling or or maybe lack of. Uh, sensation and in, in, in parts yeah of so various things can affect the nerves um you can have a problem first of all if it's central nervous system or peripheral nervous system so people could have problems with their nerves if say they've had a stroke or something like that which is not as much that i what i see personally as a hand therapist but as a hand therapist i'll see a lot of peripheral nerve injuries or problems sometimes it's um an acute problem where it's something new that's happened maybe they decided that they were going to go on a uh I don't know, a three-day bike expedition and the vibration and the position of their hands and gave them, you know, an acute carpal tunnel. Um, Or it's somebody that's been doing things for years and has ignored it and maybe they work with uh, heavy vibration instruments Mm -hmm. in their job and suddenly, you know, now not only are their hands numb, but they're dropping things and now it's affecting the muscles. And so, yes, nerves can definitely be involved in various ways um, depending on what what, what we do to ourselves. (laughs) Right, and there's certain, you know, terms that you don't know. I mean, some of their... We had a, uh, I just just happened to think while you were talking, a baseball, a baseball player took a swing, kind of held up, and then had surgery, a hamate bone. Yeah, yeah. And is out six weeks. Yeah. And what happens there in a situation where it's an occupational thing, boom, it's surgery, and now, now you're uh, recovering from surgery, what would happen in that case uh, after somebody with hand surgery? would come in yeah sure so it's going to take them out out of it for a while you have to rest it and let it heal uh hamate bones one of the uh, carpal bones um and there's a lot of ligaments involved within that small part of the wrist too. yeah it's a small bone it's in the wrist connecting the hand to the wrist mm-hmm. um there um but yeah if somebody's got an injury like that they're going to be out first if it's a fracture you got to wait for the fracture to heal um so you're talking like four to six weeks with that and then if it needs surgery 
sometimes if they put um, like a plate or a pin in, they can you can get them moving a little bit quicker. Stabil- so that, stabilize the yeah the open reduction internal fixation. So they'll go Ooh. in and they put in like a plate. Like, like for an, an example, would be like a wrist, a distal radius fracture. So somebody falls on the wrist and they break it, and they have this cute little plate that goes over the wrist with they put the screws in and holds them together and it gets them moving quicker. So sometimes that's the option because somebody wants to be moving quicker, they have to get back to their job, whatever it is. Or sometimes that's the best option because the fracture is so bad and, you know, the, they try a cast and a cast just isn't um, isn't supporting it. It's not healing. So it needs to have, you need to have right. the surgery in that time. And then, and then after that time, after it heals, that's when, you know, during that you're doing, as a therapist, I'm treating the edema, the swelling, yeah. I'm trying to get their motion back. And then once that's healed enough, usually around six to eight weeks, depending on how bad it is. We're working on strengthening and then getting them back to maybe maybe swinging that baseball bat again. Yeah, that's a little tricky because you really can't rush that one. I mean, it's uh, uh, you're gonna you have to you do have to play it out, right? I mean, you can't say, well, that might, might be five to seven weeks, might even be more. I mean, when when you have soft tissue injuries, yeah. it's going to take longer. So if you if you have a ligament or a tendon involved, you're talking um, twelve weeks before that's able to handle the same wow. actual resistance again, where you're not rupturing. If that that's yeah. like if you have a tendon injury and a full rupture, and they have to repair it. Yeah, a lot of X-rays involved too. Did you have to? Do you have to read X-rays? To, I look at X-rays. Yeah. Um, I look at x-rays, but yeah, for a soft tissue injury, you would need an MRI or a yeah. CT scan or something. And you'd be reading all those. Does that, does that factor in how, you, how you're going to program? Yeah, I, the, the x-rays for sure I'll be looking yeah. at it because that helps me to identify how bad the injury is. Sometimes people come in and some people sometimes want somebody else say that they have this, you know, um, oh, it wasn't too bad of a fracture. And then I look at it and maybe it's not too bad in their mind, but then I see the fractures right at yeah. the joint itself, and it's really going to affect them for the rest of their lives, and so there's going to be some education involved there. We're talking with uh, Christy Murphy, certified hand therapist, uh, talking shop here, St. Mary Medical Center. Do you have certain conditions, uh, treat certain conditions uh, or injuries? Um, I don't know how, how exactly how to say it. Some of the injuries and some of the conditions that come in, could you be see calcification issues in in you know, in hands or... Sure. So I see a lot of uh, people who have arthritis. Um, So a common spot for arthritis in the hand is in the thumb. So it's the CMC joint, the thumb joint. And there is a um, surgery that um, wonderful doctors in our area take care of and get that um, to help get rid of the pain. And so I'll help people with that. So that's common with calcification, as you said. Tendinitis probably, right? Right. There's a ton of tendinitis. You can get a tendinitis in your finger, um, like a trigger finger where it's like clicking and popping. And some people out there listen might have that so listen up you could have it where it's you know I've had a patient in the past where she thought it was a party trick and she kept clicking it and she thought it was fun and then it started to hurt and then eventually she had to take her other hand to release the uh, release the finger and then um, that's when I was educating her and letting her know that she might want to follow up with the doctor and she had a surgery it was a minor surgery you can also get a cortisone injection in that case but Mm -hmm. yeah you can get a tendinitis in your finger you can get it in your wrist you can get it in the common um, most common that I see um, is in the elbow that I mentioned earlier, the tennis elbow or the mm-hmm. golfer's elbow, um, shoulder. But yeah, definitely lots of a lot of issues, soft tissue, a lot of stuff going on out yes. there. And we're talking hand therapy today. That is the way we roll on the St. Mary Health Line. Coming right back. Pain is the enemy. Motion is victory. So the St. Mary Orthopedic Team replaces knees and hips. We mend spines. We mend people with brilliant technology and simple human kindness so you can go home faster and happier. That's our mission. 
Call 8447-SAINT MARY or visit stmaryhealthcare.org slash ortho. Ventresca Limited, the Delaware Valley's men's store, is located in historic Doylestown. For casual clothing and denim to business suits and tuxedos, Ventresca Limited has a large selection you have to see to believe. The experienced and knowledgeable sales staff can show you the many brand labels that have made Ventresca Limited in Doylestown a must for men concerned about their image. Select from Hugo Boss, Hickey Freeman, John Barbados, Alan Edmonds, and much more. Custom alterations are free. Visit Ventresca Limited on the web at ventresca.com. We now return to St. Mary Healthline. That's right. Got that. We got our hands all our handprints all over it today to be sure. <laughs> Christy Murphy, certified hand therapist, is with us talking shop today. And for more information, you can visit the website stmaryhealthcare.org and find out more about it, right? I'm Absolutely. Po- I'm, pointing, I'm pointing right at you now. You sure are. And uh, the the hand therapy, it, you could probably, uh, like you said, so many different conditions that you have, the arthritis and tendonitis and calcification. It seems like uh, everything could start right there, right? That, that uh, Maybe, uh, you know, some discoloration, too, is, could be another condition. Have you ever... Had to deal with that? Um, when you say that, I think more of just bruising. Yeah. So um, Circulation? Yeah, well. circulation. Yeah, there's something called Raynaud's where that's affecting um, people's circulation. But I don't treat people so much for mm-hmm. that, but I'll treat people that have that going on in addition to other yeah. things. That's when um, you're getting a vasospasm of the, uh, the blood vessels for unknown reasons and your fingertips start to turn white. So again, anybody listening out there, that's something that, uh, you know. Get the tingles going there. Yeah, you might want to follow up with that. That sometimes can be a sign of other things going on or sometimes it's just... Just I have it as well. My fingers in the winter time. I'll go from a um, warm situation to I'll go out to warm up the car, and my fingertips are numb and white. And yeah, it yeah. comes back with time. You just rub on them, and you know yeah. a good hand therapist. Yeah, also. thank goodness for that. <laughs> <laughs> You've been doing it for uh, quite a, quite a bit of time. Yeah, is it something that, that uh, Christy did evolved, or just maybe was just general therapy, and now everything's more specialized than it used to be? Uh, yeah, absolutely. So anybody can be shoulder. Well, I got the shoulder here. I you can work. On my wrist and my hands, you know. Yeah, so. uh, I, I I should know this better, but I want to say maybe um, in the '60s or '70s. I could be off, but um, uh, yeah, hand therapy really developed and really took off, and um, you know, doctors specializing in the hands, and then having therapists working with them, and like you were saying earlier, a team effort. It makes a big difference to have your surgeon and your therapist really work together on trying to improve that patient's status. I can, re- yeah, being around in the '60s, I remember one of the therapies was for shoulders. They wouldn't, they, they couldn't get any range of motions. They so they knocked them out, and then did. And did all the all the dam or not damage, but all, did all the work while they were out. Oh while yeah, while they were knocked out. I, Manipulation, I said, yeah. I said that's you know I, you wake up from that. You know, I would be I'd be a little tricky without any yeah. feedback. Sometimes it? they still do some manipulations. Yeah. Um, it depends on what the situation is. Um, I don't yeah. see that as much, but you know we're always evolving. We're always looking at the research. We're always looking at what's going on. Um, I recently went to a shoulder course and they discussed how. Um, you know that they're they're not doing as many rotator cuff surgeries as they used to because a lot of people can survive sometimes without the you know part of the rotator cuff maybe the supraspinatus uh, tendon is torn or uh, ripped completely and you know they're doing just fine. I went to one course and the they were talking about how the professional pitcher I I can't give you names because I couldn't remember and I probably not supposed to anyway but um, but they said he tore a rotator cuff and after he got it repaired he couldn't pitch as well so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know well, he's pitching for a while with part of it torn but I'm I'm sure he would need it to yeah, Tommy John 
continuous um, surgeries career. for the you know replacing the forearm tendon for the elbow. Yes, yes. You know that's kind of like bionic man stuff, but the uh, yeah you're using yeah, a transfer yeah. there. Well, uh, as far as uh, they get referred to you as, uh, for, for some kind of issue, uh, is that how they get to you? Do, does anybody need a, a, a referral? I mean, it's kind of it can be kind of tricky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's good to know how to be able to get in to see mm-hmm. somebody like myself or mm-hmm. a hand specialist, a doctor. Um, so you want to get a, a, um, a script, a medical script, really, from your doctor if you have any of the issues that we talked about today. Um, a lot of times you can go to your primary care physician and just explain what's going on. And, um, you know, they can tease out if they think it's something that I could be able to treat and then as long as you come in with your medical script and um, we go from there and we figure out your insurance and some insurances do require a referral that you're yeah. do you finish with a high five oh yeah <laughs> I always start actually it's funny you say that I always start with a handshake and <laughs> some people it, it's interesting I can learn right away oh, a lot you. of details of what's going on yeah. and I've had people offer their other hand or and I of course I'm not squeezing and I I, yeah. just, I do a very gentle handshake, but just from that initial, you hello, I learn a lot. <laughs> yeah, and they said, oh, there's a circulation issue here we got working. I mean, maybe they believe there's something to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. How long does a, a session take with you, Christy? I mean, you might be able to... I guess there's some there's a little flexibility like warm up like anything else right I, I don't know yeah yeah it can vary um, different clinics do it differently we're at St. Mary's typically a session is um, an hour long and um, you're coming in sometimes it'll go a little longer a little shorter but typically the session's about an hour the evaluation will be in about an hour and then um most often, for most patients, I'll see patients every half hour, so you'll overlap a little bit with another patient, um, which is actually kind of nice because there's therapy involved with getting to know other people, sometimes mm-hmm. dealing with the same exact thing or similar issues that you have going on. So um, I find that's um, helpful frequently for a lot of patients. Yeah, is there, I, I mean, sometimes it can be pretty devastating. Somebody gets hurt in an accident or whatever, and there's some crushed bones and broken bones. Sure, there, you're, yeah. You're almost starting from scratch. You have, probably have a few of those, right? That's, yeah. a, that's a different road, isn't it? Yeah, there's definitely a psychological piece that varies depending yeah. on the person. You know, I've had people that I've worked with in the past where they I had a gentleman years ago who had a fingertip amputation, and it changed his whole world. I mean, he didn't want his family to look at it. He couldn't look at it. Meanwhile, there was a gentleman working next to him a couple weeks later that he met who had a complete um amputation of his arm right below the elbow and he was going back to working on elevators so it's it was therapy for that gentleman who was really you know traumatized by the loss of a fingertip to see this other person Ever worked with any, going back. Ever work with any musicians? Oh, I work with a lot of musicians. I'll bet absolutely, you do. yeah. Yeah, uh, and what what are their issues? I mean, frequently the, tendinitis. tendinitis. Yeah, yeah, it's an issue over you know that repetitive Violin. motion yep. Violin, yeah. and the posture that they're playing, uh, whatever it is they're playing, whether it's a pianist or a violinist. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm sure you've had a few of those. It's uh, that's a that's pretty tricky, isn't it? Yeah, sure. Yeah. And I yeah. think the hardest thing with that is getting people to rest long enough because oh. it's such a passion and they want to get back to it and you know depending on how bad the inflammation how, how bad the tendon is inflamed and aggravated you know we might have to rest a little bit longer so I, I think that's always the tricky part and then slowly getting back into it again without aggravating it all over again tendonitis is tough it takes a long time to heal and it's very frustrating for people the inflammatory part of it too is trying to get all the inflammation down it's not just the inflammation it's yeah. the scarring that's involved too oh, they've oh. Um, you know they're talking about um, in studies too as well with tennis elbow that it's not so much the inflammation it's more mm-hmm. the scarring that's been involved over time and that <clears throat> you're, you're, you're cross-linking the collagen fibers and you have to actually try to get that to heal so that it realigns and that it's not so painful. So it's not yeah. just inflammation. Yeah, you know, some, just somehow the, the dexterity, not what it used to be. You find out you're dropping stuff like that and you say, 
There's something there. There's something I should be doing. Maybe what they seem to be having these things where you you have a tendency to drop things. Yeah. So sometimes that can cause that can be caused by a nerve compression. So the nerves, you know, frequently when you have a nerve compression, it starts off with a tingling and numbness mm-hmm. sensation, and then over a long period of time, it can start to develop into your muscles are then affected, and that's when you're dropping things and things yeah. are happening. Then before we uh, wrap up here, uh, is there a certain regimen that you have, or just certain like do you ever have the well, here's what you can do at home, or here's how you can do in your spare time or do something before <clears throat> next time you see me um i think uh that's a pretty broad question but yeah. I, I guess um you know i do a um an education ergonomic things at the hospital for orientation so um i think just you know if you're doing something and it's causing pain mm-hmm. i think you need to look at whatever it is that you're doing and see if there's a different way you can do it um, and then stretching is always great for you. Yeah. So the more you keep your body mobile, I think, is also going to help prevent you from having injuries as well. You look at diet as well? I mean, Oh, absolutely, yeah. I mean, sometimes... Or salt intake. If you have a salt. huge salt intake, you're going to, yeah, you know... Heart condition, yeah. yeah. problems with that, and then you're, you're going to have more inflammation, right? Retaining you're gonna water. Retain that water, yeah. And especially with my patients that are healing after a surgery or something like that, that is a conversation that we frequently have. Yeah, nutrition always comes up a lot, and a lot of the doctors said we never we didn't study much in school. It was sort of like an afterthought, but not so much now. It's No, uh, no, it's the huge. The fuel and everything else. Like I said earlier, it's a holistic approach. You have to look at the whole being to yeah. treat a person properly. Properly. Yeah, with itis behind it means inflammation somewhere. It could be from some of the stuff you're eating, food sure. allergies, and yeah. could cause right some some inflammation in joints, right? Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. So that's uh, that's uh, a lot a lot of different factors before they see you, right? You've got a whole workup, and then do you pilot a program based on on, on a lot of those factors? Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah, I have to look at the again the whole person. If they have you know. Um, you know, diabetes, they're at risk for peripheral neuropathies if they don't already have them. So that's right. a whole separate issue. They might be coming in complaining about new tingling and numbness, but I have to, you know, keep in mind that they already have that condition. So. Yeah, you, that's one thing we should have hit too, the neuropathy stuff and peripheral mm-hmm. or, yeah, diabetes. One thing could be a side effect mm-hmm. of a medication as well. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. A lot of cancer meds out there cause problems like that. Mm-hmm. So, and yeah. blood, blood thinners too. Mm-hmm. Sure. We've really hit the <clears throat> hit the ground running today. I could tell you that Christy Murphy, certified hand therapist at St. Mary uh, Medical Center. <clears throat> would you like to tell listeners about how uh, how they would qualify or how some of the things that you do? And I said, boy, that's a that's a new one on me. But maybe it isn't for a lot of our listeners. What uh, what could you say about what you do? About what I do? Yep. Um, <clears throat> Repeat the question. Kind of like what you do in the programming and some of the things that uh, you'd be looking for as far as goals to send them out there and, and uh, uh, get just be better, a better, better lifestyle, just better. Uh, um, so educating the, the, the everybody a little bit, yeah. So. Um, yeah, I, I think I said it kind of earlier. Just, just if you have, you're doing some activity. Um, maybe you love to play tennis and you're developing some pain in your elbow and in the years past when you were younger <clears throat> it yeah. didn't hurt so much and now it's hurting and it's still hurting then it might be you might benefit from some therapy or you might benefit from some stretching at least um, before and after you play and seeing if that helps um, and do pay attention to your body because especially the tendonitis the longer you put it off 
the more of a problem you're dealing with later on. Yeah. So those are things um, that should be addressed. Also with the tingling and numbness, if you have a sensation like that in your hands yeah. um, or upper extremities, it's something you would want to get checked out because that can be a sign of other things going on and might not be something that's bothering you much right now, right. but could be a problem later right. um, developing into a much bigger problem. Yeah, I've been in a few rehabs and uh, hip and heart, and they said just work. You just start to rework and work efficiently, more efficiently than you've been doing. And yeah. That's, Right, I mean, you work don't, smarter. You don't, yeah, work smarter, <laughs> and and, and that you'll get a, a lot more benefit in the long run by being more efficient and, yes. a, little, and, and a little more judicious in what you're doing. Absolutely, yeah. yeah, that's good advice. Yeah, we don't get the free pass anymore, right? No, yeah, as we get older, we have to get smarter, right? Yes. I mean, we have to be uh, protect our bodies more and uh, be conservative. That's right, and I can also get, bring out the information, and hopefully we can get you back here real soon. I would like that. Thank you. It's been we nice. Have, oh, it's a lot of great information at uh, St. Mary Healthline. Christy Murphy, certified hand therapist at St. Mary Medical Center. How long have you been there? Oh, I've been uh, almost uh, nine years in nine January. Years. Yeah. All right, so that's we get the pros here <laughs> on St. Mary Healthline, and you check in with us 9 o'clock on Wednesday.